Here's Reinman in the Morning, on demand from 1021 and 105.3 The Shark. Patrick Dempsey and Robin Roberts were in conversation at the Music Hall in downtown Portsmouth early this summer, and the topic of the conversation was finding your purpose, but they also talked a lot about the Dempsey Center, which is a wonderful center for cancer care and support. It's not just treatment. It's trying to make you feel better. Up in Maine, Patrick Dempsey founded it in 2008 after his mom's courageous battle against cancer. And Robin, of course, is, as she calls it, not a cancer survivor, a cancer thriver. Afterwards, I went over to sit down with Mr. Dempsey and talk a little bit more. And they said, hey, Robin wants to come along, too. Is it okay if Robin... I go, yeah, Robin Roberts, I'll do that. I'll talk to her. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Maine's own McDreamy himself from Grey's Anatomy, Patrick Dempsey, and the host of Good Morning America, or as I will forever know her, the anchor of Sports Center back in the 90s, the one and only Robin Roberts. All right, I'm here with Patrick Dempsey and Robin Roberts, and I'm now Shark. I'm told. <laughs> That's my official name. Uh, thank you so much for coming to Portsmouth. This was such a wonderful talk. You just spoke about finding your purpose at the music hall. And what what brought you here? This was just such an amazing event, just at 5 o'clock on a Sunday. Right, we were always trying to figure out a way to sort of bridge uh, our two towns and our two states to work yes. together. And we have a lot of people that come to the center to get treated. We don't treat the disease, we treat the person holistically. Yes. And it's sort of wraparound care, and we do the entire family. Mm. Uh, and so we were just a, another way for us to just combine our two communities and to get the word out there. So if people have been impacted by cancer, we're here for you and we want to help support you in any way we can. So if you know someone or you yourself, please reach out. Go to thedempseycenter.org. And if not, come up and visit us and hopefully we can help you. Now, Patrick, I know you're from Lewiston, Maine, mm-hmm. uh, that area. Rob, is this your first time in Portsmouth? Oh, of course not. No, you've been here I've before? Been, I, I, I had a brunch at uh, Goat. Okay. I had an effing, uh, excuse me. That is, that's right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I have a goddaughter who is, lives in Rye. Okay. Actually, so I'm here quite a bit. But this is oh, really wow. special. This is really special um, yeah. to be here with Patrick and for people to come out. It was a large group coming out and to really be able to put the focus on. And I love how Patrick, when they're talking about the Dempsey Center, it's not about research. And, you know, people are fine. That's great. But just really treating the individual. Cancer is not one size fits all. Right. And it was really cool that it was here in Portsmouth. And I, can I just say, great crowd. Oh, really great, great crowd. Very yeah. engaged. They were fantastic. Uh, they, were, they were really into it. It was wonderful. Um, I have to ask you, because, Robin, I grew up watching you on Sports. And I have to ask you, Fantastic. okay, as a Celtics fan, Marcus Ooh. Spart for Kristaps Porzingis, thumbs up, thumbs down oh. for the Celtics. Oh, th- why are you going to do that to me? Why are you going to do that? Because to I'm me? still trying to figure. Out, I'm I still trying to figure it out. I don't. I don't get it. You, so no, you, you think I they should have held on to him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't you? It hurts. It doesn't. It, it's like it's Come good on. on paper, but it. Come you know what? I have a six-year-old daughter, and she, you know what she said to me? She goes, "What color is Memphis?" And I said, "Blue." And she goes, "Now he's got to dye his hair blue." So that's <laughs> that's why she's so upset. That's, but but speaking of athletes, did you yeah. know that Pat? I didn't know that Patrick. You ride the unicycle. You're a unicyclist. Right. You're only the second unicyclist I've ever met. Do you really? St- do you still unicycle now? I still have the, the unicycle that I ordered from Sears and Roebuck catalog. And this nice. was probably in the late, early 80s, late 70s. And it was from Sears and Roebuck. And I, had, I was selling seeds in order to get enough money to buy it. 
Oh my gosh. And I still have it. And I did it to improve my balance for ski racing. I wanted to be in Mars Denmark, an Olympic skier. And I remember watching ABC up close and personal, mm. you know? And his dry land training, what you do in the off season, he was riding the unicycle to improve his balance. And that's why I picked it up. Yeah. And then I was riding it around town in, in Buckfield, Maine. And uh, did you dress normal? Did you wear like a unicycle outfit? That's what because you have to have a no, look. No, I had Patrick. some weird sort of eccentric fashion choices. Okay, back good. Then. Yeah, yeah, you got to live the gimmick. Right. Yeah. Running. But the follow up is. Were you juggling mm. as you did it? Because I did. He was once a I, once right. I ended up learning how to juggle, I ended up picking up uh, the unicycle and juggling, and I became sort of the novelty act in this vaudeville trip. <laughs> and then, now in Maine, that's legal. That's okay. There's, actually, you don't you get know, pulled over. There's several for... schools that have unicycle teams and juggling get teams out. now. Yes, yeah. Are you do. serious? Yes, they do. On do the they... coast of Maine, there's a team. They came to this uh, the no. challenge. What's the team? name? What's the name of the team? Uh, what do we do? We remember the name now? Was it Yarmouth? It was Yarmouth, wasn't it? The unicycle team would be the only team where the mascot is just wearing, like, denim and, like, a plaid shirt. Yeah, he would no, look normal, yeah, and then no, they would all look like mine. No, they had a, a synchronized, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, unicycle team. That's so unbelievable. A drill team on unicycles, yeah. That's, well, one something you talked about uh, during your talk was uh, morning and how you spend your morning hours. Those first for a couple of... Right. And, Robin, you work in Good Morning America. I'm, I've only been doing the show for a year. So for how, me, how, how, the morning what? is like you get up and go. Like you got to go what do the show. What time are you up? I'm, I'm on the air at six a.m. So like I gotta, I'm up before five every day. Well, what's your secret in in morning broadcasting when you're up so early and you don't have those hours to kind of? That's a, what gets me. There's not. There's no greater feel than saying good morning to America. Mm. To know that you are setting the tone for someone's day. That gets me up in the morning, in all sincerity. Okay. Um, I've had to learn to actually go to bed. I'm a sports person at heart. Yeah. So especially during March Madness, I want to watch the West Coast game. <laughs> right, I can't yeah. go to bed. Yeah. Um, but you have to, I, I have to pri- prioritize sleep. And, okay. Uh, but, but I have to say... Just think about the folks that you're reaching in the morning, and they're like, getting, you know, they're young. Yeah, and yeah, they're getting up, up and they're yeah. you're setting the tone for their day. And and then when they got to go to work, I get to take a nap. There right? you go. Yeah, yeah. The, De- the Dempsey challenge is coming up. Yes, we September twenty third. Yes, we're doing it all in one day right now. So that's going to be fun. So you can do the run and the and the ride in one day or the walk. It's our biggest fundraising activity that we have in the year, and it's a great celebration. Just getting out there with everybody in the community. People come from all over the world, and um, we have a great time on the bike. And you're rolling along, and you have these great conversations for two or three miles, and then they go off, and then you ride with the next group. And you go into these little towns, and people know we're coming through, and we'll stop, have a cup of coffee with some of the locals, and move on, and it's great. And we want to get people active. I think the best way to prevent any kind of disease is to be active, right? Get up yes. in the morning. Get out and do your exercise first thing, and you're great for the day. Mm-hmm. You're in a much better place emotionally and mentally, and you just bring a lot. We talked about joy tonight, mm-hmm. and it gives you joy for the rest of the day. Yeah, and how can people sign up or contribute? You go, go to the DempseyCenter.org if you need help, if you have anyone in your family who has been impacted by cancer, or go to the DempseyChallenge.org and register there. Okay. Are you cool. going to be? A, are you going to do it? You get, are you going to accept the challenge? I, I, I'm not the main area. What do you do in like, the morning? Like, what do you do? Well, probably well, after you get work. No, you know you what my thing has been is, uh, and, I, and my my sidekick Megan makes fun of me for this all the time. Is I, my walks? I go for walks 
down along yeah, the ocean. And I do it during the wintertime when it's freezing. But here's what I do is you... you that's you, like a cold plunge. You think up an idea, like if I see a news story and we got to do jokes on it the next day, I go, I, when I'm going up this hill, when I walk it up, I think about what it's going to be. And then when you hit the mile mark, you turn around and it's downhill. And it's like, then there's like this forward momentum. So right. that's, and I always joke, I say, you know, it's right by the ocean here in New Hampshire uh-huh. during the winter. So I go, best case scenario, I have a new idea. Worst case scenario, I slip into the ocean and I get my own Dateline episode. <laughs> or 2020. Sorry, Robin. I want to be. All right. But, ABC, baby. but before, before I got to mention this. We had a bit of a debate oh, on yeah? the show the other day about who should really be McDreamy and McSteamy. Right. This brought back some old, soaping some old wounds yeah. for some listeners. Uh-huh. I'm going to run by and, and, and Robin, jump in here. Uh, please. I'm- I want to give you a few uh, historic famous duos. And I'd like to hear from you who you think would be McDreamy and who you think would be McSteamy. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So the first one up, Hall and Oates. Who's McDreamy? <laughs> oh, oh Who's McSteamy? Daryl Hall from up in Maine. Who's McDreamy? Who's Darryl McSteamy? Hall. He would probably be McSteamy, I think, Daryl Hall. Okay. I think that would be... Yeah. He'd be McSteamy. Interesting. And then Oates, even though he has the mustache, he'd be McDreamy. Well, Oates used to race a lot, too. You know, he was a big racer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got so it. Car go. guy. So there we go. Do I'm, we, I'm gonna, are you there you with go. him? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I'm going to give you one more. Uh, this is and good. Robin, this might be for you. Okay. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Who's McDreamy? Oh, Who's McSteamy? Oh, oh. I'm going to... I'm. Veronica would be McSteamy. Yes, yeah, he'd be yeah. steamy. Yeah. And it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he Brady does... would be McDreamy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah. good. Rob doesn't even wear a shirt in, like, you know, yeah, walking around in the mall. That's I can yeah. say that's fine. A certain okay. archetype there. Last one here, and another. And these are your rivals, Robin, okay. in the morning. You ready for this? Bert and Ernie. Who's McDreamy? Who's McSteamy? <laughs> This is a tough oh, one. This is really this a is hard tough, one if right? you start to think about this. Because one's messy, but the other's got a unibrow. Oh, my God. That you is, know, that's a... I don't know. I have an answer for that. Toss that's up. really hard. Toss-up? Toss yeah. I okay. That's really good. That's yeah. a good so they're tied. That's a really good one. Um, is there anything I forgot to mention that uh, either would like to add? I, I just want to say... Um, you know, you see someone like Patrick, who is well-known, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to come back home. He doesn't have to do what he's doing. He could ride off into the sunset on his motorcycle or unicycle or whatever. <laughs> um, I've known him for many years, and his passion is true. His passion is true yeah. for this area and for the center. And I just want people to know that. Even um, you know, in the event tonight, I heard some people walking away, and they were like, oh, my gosh. He's really... He, He's just like us. Yes. No, that's real, but it's it's, it's true. And I, I want people to know that and to know that his it's genuine. It's genuine what he when you hear him speak, when you're talking about the challenge, you're talking about the center or whatever. It comes from the heart. Thank you. That's yeah. very kind. I'm, I'm grateful that you came up. We had talked about this a number of years ago to be able to do this, and now after so many setbacks, we finally achieved it. So. Thank you for being here and supporting. And you know, you know, what I think speaks to this is Kim, who asked you a question from the audience. I was sitting next to her, yes. and she just wanted me to give you this card. It says, "Congratulations." Let me get my glasses. Aww. Congratulations. You were caught doing great work. Keep it up. Yeah. Aww. And I think that That's speaks for all beautiful. of us. That's a great card. Yeah. Does she hand this out to everybody? I, I you know, I don't know, but that, I, I like that card. That is a great That's really card. That's Kim. So I asked you a question. Uh, Robin Roberts, Patrick Dempsey. I know you have uh, places to go, people to see. Thank you so much for visiting us here in Portsmouth. Thank, Thank you, you, a.k.a. Shark. Yes. Okay. That's my, that's my, yeah, I'm going to name myself after you're, where you're I work. The shark.
Again, check out DempseyCenter.org or DempseyChallenge.org if you'd like to support the cause. And you know how I said Patrick was only the second unicyclist I've ever met in my life? Just a few months ago, I spoke with the first right here on Rhineman in the Morning. He's also supporting an important cause. Here's that conversation now. My next guest is riding a unicycle all the way down from Maine to Key West, Florida. And he's going to tell us why it's all for a good cause. Would you please welcome to Ryman in the Morning, Avery Suter. Avery, how's it going? Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me on. So, first off, you're on a unicycle. Do I have that correct? Yeah, a unicycle. It's about um, 36 inches uh, with the wheel, and then it's got my bags on uh, on the rack on top. Now, how, how long have you been riding a unicycle, Avery? I started riding unicycles uh, back in 2018, but I started on a smaller wheel. Uh, you learn how to do it by uh, pushing off of a wall or a, a post over and over again uh, until you get some distance with it. <laughs> so, so this is an interesting thing. It, you know, most people had different uses of time for lockdown. Some people baked banana bread. Some people watched Tiger King. You were learning how to unicycle. Uh, well, first of all, tell us why you're doing this. What, what's the cause? Because you're, you're not just doing it for fun. And I we will I will get into the fun part, but you're raising money. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to uh, raise funds and awareness for the East Coast Greenway, which is a network of trails that runs all the way down the coast between Maine and Florida. Right now, it's uh, about a third of the way complete. So uh, a lot of it is off the road. Uh, on designated multi-use paths, which is really fantastic. And then some of it's on lower traffic roads, and a little bit of it is on higher traffic routes, but they're working to uh, move completely off-road eventually. Okay, now now take me back. Have you always had an interest in things like unicycling? Have you always had an interest in that kind of circus-type entertainment? Or did this idea just come to you someday that, hey, I want to learn how to ride a unicycle? Yeah, well, I... um, since I was little, I've been going to a, a summer camp in Vermont that's kind of circus-themed. Uh, so I, I learned how to juggle and all of that. And then um, eventually I joined a uh, juggling club in Portland, Maine. Uh, and one of the organizers of that, Genoa Balin, uh, taught me how to unicycle. And so, yeah, I've had a, an interest in, in these kinds of disciplines for a while, but the performance aspect of it never really spoke to me. I like, um, you know, just learning the skill for the sake of it. Okay. Now, my next thing is, take me through, like, take me through the training here. Like, because you said it's kind of a, a trial and error thing. I, I mean, did you have some crazy uh, mishaps when you first started uh, unicycling? Were there were there any uh, times that, like, you know, an ambulance with four wheels had to show up, or were you mostly good right from the <laughs> beginning? Yeah. Um, well, what's interesting about the unicycle compared to a bike uh, is it doesn't go super fast. So you're not building up a ton of momentum. And at least on my unicycle, there's no gears or anything. So there's no coasting. You have to continue uh, moving the pedals if you want it to move. And if you ever stop pedaling, you just kind of fall off the front. So because there's no handlebars or anything in the way, it's uh, very easy to fall off of it safely and, and to dismount. So I haven't had any... Uh, really bad falls. Oh, that's not true. The, when I was practicing with the weight, when I was getting ready to leave, um, I was trying to get the weight just right between 
all my water bottles and my clothes and everything. Uh, and I, I took a fall sideways, which is pretty unusual. Mm. Uh, and I scraped up my elbow. So that was the first thing my, my parents saw when I was leaving on this trip. And uh. I think <laughs> that was kind of interesting. But other than that, it's, I think a little safer, uh, than even a bike just because you're not going super fast. And I think you have a little bit more control. Yeah. I'd also imagine too, that with a unicycle, people are a bit more aware of you. So tell me what have been the reactions to people when they see a unicycle? Are you on main road? Are you like in the bike lane of regular roads and highways as you make this journey? Yeah, occasionally. Um, I try to stay off of roads and, and keep it onto like trails and multi-use paths. But uh, even there, people see the unicycle and it's it's kind of unusual. So uh, it's a good way to start conversations with people. Uh, they want to know kind of what I'm doing. And uh, I've met a lot of interesting people uh, by doing that. Have you well, have you come across anyone doing anything interesting kind of like you? Have there been any kind of peculiar travelers you've come across that have stuck out in your mind? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that do uh, this trip uh, from Maine to Florida uh, on different kinds of bikes. Uh, people walk it and they bike it. I met some uh, some people who were riding the East Coast Greenway on a tandem bicycle the other day, which was kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I've seen other, other unicyclists as well. They'll reach out to me over... Uh, Instagram and and we'll meet up and, and ride for a short segment of it. So it's a it's an interesting way to get into that larger community of unicyclists because there's a surprising amount of people that do stuff like this. What is your attire when you're when you're unicycling? Are you just wearing regular clothes? Are you wearing cycling clothes? I wear normal clothes uh, like cargo pants with lots of pockets, <laughs> and uh, I wear my my shirt. And I, I've got right now my scoop deck shirt on, which is a ice cream place back in in Wells, Maine. There you go. Um, I like to wear their shirt, and uh, yeah, I just sneakers and normal clothes, basically. Well, have you thought about going all out with this? That's my question. I'm going to pitch something to you, Avery. What about like an Uncle Sam costume? Is a uni- is a unicycle? through just like a tuxedo something like that have you thought about going Ooh. crazy so when people see you they go oh my gosh here comes a parade yeah that's an interesting idea um well i've thought about getting like a like a sort of tropical shirt while i'm here in florida yeah. i think that would be kind of kind of fun but i don't want to go too crazy i think it's already enough yeah it's like you get on a unicycle they're like now how do i make people notice me um right (laughs) yeah you should at least get a monocle that's that's the one thing i suggest but where where are you right now as we speak are you are you unicycling right now avery no not at the moment um that would be unsafe i'm uh right outside of fort lauderdale near an airport right now oh wow and so you're almost there you're almost to key west Right. I've got about uh, 150 miles left, uh, and I've done so far, I think, about 2,100 miles. Wow. That's unbelievable. And what do you do? Do you just you go to hotels at night? Like, where are you staying, you know, in the, in the evenings? Do you- uh, yeah, I can't afford to stay at hotels uh, a lot. So I try to stay with family and friends along the route, which has been really, really fun Uh to sort of meet all these people that 
I'm I'm sort of vaguely aware of, but you don't really see them outside of like weddings and funerals. It's kind of fun to to meet <laughs> these people <laughs> and stay with them, and I appreciate yeah. it very much. Don't bring the unicycle to a funeral, Avery. I, I mean, I know we're all trying to yeah, keep our. Right. <laughs> I don't think we should have had him be a pallbearer. Tell us some more. Like, how can people support this cause if they if they want to go on? That you're trying to advocate for more trails, more safe walking ways for people. Uh, what can people do to support you? I am raising money uh, for the East Coast Greenway through my Instagram, which is uh, just my name, Avery Suter. Uh, it should be a picture of a seagull. More than that, it's uh, I think important just to get out into your community and, and see what kinds of. Uh, alternative transportations are available. Uh, it's really a, a different experience to walk around or, or bike around a city than it is to drive. And I think that that really, uh, once I started biking to work and school, it changed the way that I saw my, my community and the way I interacted with other people. So I, I'd encourage people to uh, to try that. I think it uh, has a lot of very valuable, positive things that you can get from that okay now the next question is so when you finish this journey and it's so wonderful what's next like are you looking at going into a career field that involves unicycling yeah um i'm not sure yet i'm studying culinary arts at the minute so um i'll probably finish up my degree there but i haven't really uh thought about any further than that well, hey, I'm going to throw a suggestion to you. You know, you got these movie theaters closing down, but people still want to see movies. How about a drive-in, but everyone's on unicycles? Could we try that? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You and I should, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk off air at some point. When you get done with your journey, uh, I want you to come by the show and join me in studio. And uh, and your friend Megan will be here and everything. Uh, Megan, who joins me on Ryman in the Morning, is friends with Avery. You guys knew each other from like theater and things like oh, that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so when you're back up in the area, why don't you come by and uh, we'll talk some more. And, and you can uh, talk some more about the cause and we'll, we'll see what's next. How does that sound? Well, I'll definitely take you up on that. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, Avery, hey, when you come back east, make sure you put a snow tire on that unicycle, okay? Right. <laughs>